Friday night. Yes. He was talk. He was saying some of those things, uh, talking about some of those things as well. Wow. You know, um, and I was like, Lord God, he he talked about. Um, he didn't call us laborers, but he said um, that those who are supposed to be ministering to God's people are scattered. Yeah. And God said that same thing last week. He said yeah. that the laborers are scattered. Mm -hmm. And the reason they're scattered is because they're in their own distresses. Their own, their own distresses. Their own distresses. Right. And so because they're in their own distresses, they can't even... Deal with the harvest. Right. Right. You know, um, and, and I'm going to give a few definitions before I, I get into this this morning um, because I think we need to define some things. Um, a laborer. What? Anybody know what a laborer is? I'm going to tell you a little bit about a laborer. Uh, as I was looking up laborer, a laborer is somebody who works with their hands, usually pastor. Yes. And, um, and a lot of times they're the ones that do kind of what we call dirty work. Yeah. They're not really skilled. They're not really uh, 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 those that we consider to be necessarily uh, uh, need the educational uh, levels of learning to do their work. Right. So, and even when I was looking at the, in the Bible days, those that were laborers, they did stuff like, I mean, I'm sorry, the laborers worked in the fields, but those that were skilled were those that did pottery. Right. Isn't that weird? Pottery? pottery yeah. In the Bible days, that was a skilled labor. Yeah. Isn't that something? They made jewelry. Yeah. And today we got young people who make jewelry, right? Right. But back then, they were skilled to make jewelry, right? They had people who dyed fabric. Right. They had. Uh, 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 what they call metalsmiths or uh, yeah. uh, what you call blacksmiths because they, they worked a lot with the um, horses and all that kind of stuff. With the, I'm sorry, with the, uh, uh, the instrument, what you call those things, weapons and all that, you know. So, but those were the things they considered skilled. But today, those would be considered things that are obsolete right. for the most part, for the most right? Part. Yeah. For the most part. So it shows us how times change. And when times change, we have to change as well. Right. Because we have to be willing to allow God to change us to get us to the place where we need to be. But even today, what do laborers do? They work. Doing things no one else wants to do. What do you see uh, some um, 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 businesses do? They, uh, some businesses, depending on what they do, um, they, they have places, stations, where they'll go in the morning and they'll pick up men right. who are there right. who need a day's work. Right. Labor, right. Labor, yes. Somebody who they can take out right. and use to do manual stuff right. that you're going to get dirty doing, right? Tedious. Yeah. But everybody is not going to go and stand in that place right. so that they can get work for that day, right? right? Exactly. Because most of us have what we call skilled jobs. Right? right? Yeah. But there's still there's still a great need for those laborers. Yeah. Even though we don't know, because we a lot of times we and this is what happens even in the body. A lot of times we're so 
caught up in our everyday lives. We don't understand that there's still uh, things that are going on that because we are not, because we've taken ourselves out of that equation, right. we don't recognize is still a part of life. Right, it's still needed. Life still needed, like those laborers. Right. Yes. Because there's some things, and I don't want to call a culture's name, but people think. Right, I know you're talking about our marvelous brothers. Right, yeah. they, don't, they think it's okay to choose these people to do laborers work. That's right. And, and you know what's amazing though? Yes. They'll even use them. Yes. They will use them. Right. And because they feel like, well, we don't have to pay them right. what we have to pay, pay you. Yeah. yeah, If I get Terrell Wilkins, I'm gonna have to give him a salary. Right. I'm gonna have to set him up in a real job. He's go it's gonna have to be some consistency. But with them, it's like, oh no, nah, we can use them and we can pay them pennies. Mm. It's, but, but it's the mind, it's the mind that they have about those laborers. Right. But anyway, Pastor, you get ready to say something, Pastor Lakeisha. No, I was just looking at your dress and how black it is, and how, like you said, you know, people don't consider those were that, that had to be died. died. Somebody Somebody did it. Right. And look at yours, how red it is. Pretty, because that's my favorite color. Exactly. Somebody had to dye that dress to make it red. Right. Even that piece of jewelry that you're wearing, the intricate parts. Part of it. Yeah. Somebody did that. Somebody, a jewelry maker, did that. Right. Right? Skilled. Skilled. Somebody had to be skilled to do this. You, you don't just do this, Every, uh, everybody can do this. Right. And it's the same thing with the laborers. Yes. Even though sometimes uh, 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 businesses make it seem like, oh, anybody can do this. No, anybody's not going to do it. Right. Because it requires me to get dirty. Yes. Right. And everybody's not willing to get dirty. And guess what? It's the same thing in the kingdom. Right. Everybody's not willing to get dirty because laborers have to be able to get dirty. Right. So what are some of the other things you think a laborer might have to do? I'm going to tell you. Submit. Submit. Yeah. Let me give you, and I didn't mean, I don't want to really, well, I, I, I guess I am going to give you characteristics of a laborer because it's important. Right. It's important as we go on. Some of the characteristics of a laborer, first is they need to be obedient. Right. Because if you have an assignment, if God has given you an assignment. Right. And you say no, that's as far as that can go. Yes, it is. So the first thing is, and when we started in Matthew 9 last week, the first thing Christ did was, and I thought about this. Here you go, in Matthew 9, it says, uh, um, Jesus got in the boat. Right. And he went over to the other side. The first thing I thought about was, here you go, you got the word submitting to the word. That's it. Because he was the word made flesh, right? Yeah, yeah. But he had to be obedient to the assignment that his father gave him. And that was the first thing was to get in the boat. Right. So if we, don't, if we can't be obedient, number one, uh -huh. to the assignment, assignment never going to get done, not by you. Right. But, but one thing, you know, about the assignment, the Lord is going to see it get done. Pastor, I just said, not by you. 
So tell me a little bit about that, Pastor. Well, <laughs> sometimes I think we get the attitude and mindset that we're not expendable. Did y'all hear that word, expendable? Pastor, can you tell us what that word means? Well, expendable, it means, you know, you, you, you can be... Replaced? Yeah, replaced. I mean, there were disciples that were replaced. Um, matter of fact, there was a disciple who hung himself. And, um, Judas. Um, and then he ended up have they had to replace him, and they replaced him with a guy named Matthias. <laughs> and um, to do the work. Yes. To do the work. Because the work um, still has to go The work still has to be done. And so we don't want to ever think that, you know, because I don't, I don't think, I, you know, you know, I, I, you know, I don't have to do that. You know, I don't have to be I'm obedient. Not, sometimes it's not necessary, but it, it could be a matter of life and death. Life and death. And, and when you're working for somebody, when you're working for somebody, sometimes they see the big picture, and you might not see what they see. <laughs> and you know, I was working for somebody, and, and I, I, it was me. I, you know, I, I had, you know, he said, "Well, I can't use you if you you can't get here on time." Wow. You can't. So I, I ended up losing that job. Wow. And, and, and it was a good paying job. Jesus. But if I'm not, if I don't see what they see, if I don't see the big picture. <laughs> You know, and sometimes it takes getting in where you fit in. And, and, and sometimes when you got all these other things going on, you're going to make it personal. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You want to make, well, I got this going on, and I got that going on, and I got that going on. Well, I can't, I can't use you if you got this going on, and I got that going on. You know what I'm saying? Available. So they, they, what they do is they put an ad in the, um, on, online, and then they wow. bring people in while, you, wow. while you're still working. They sometimes bring people in. Wow. And then they'll walk you out the door. Walk you right out. And you know what else, Pastor? Sometimes they'll use you to train them before they, they walk you out. That has expendable. We are not expendable. And Pastor Lakeisha and myself were talking this morning. We were talking about um, a lot of times people think, you know, um, you're doing a certain job in the kingdom. And you think um, when someone else comes in, it's like, that's going to push me out. No, God has room for each one of us oh, in the kingdom. And he has a place for, for each one of us yeah. in the kingdom. It's no matter how good Tracy sings, how anointed she is to right. worship, right. God can bring somebody else in to worship. Right. And guess what? You still got a place. Yeah. You still got your place. Because one thing about God is nobody can replace you. Right. Now, he can move you if you choose not to allow him to use you. Right. He can move you right out of the way. But that's because you were not first what? Obedient. Right. So the first, the first thing in the assignment of the laborer is they have to be obedient. obedient. The second thing is they have to have love. That's it, love. What do you think happens if you don't have love? Love is, is a fruit, right? Yeah. It is. It's a fruit. It is. And guess what? It's like any other fruit. It has to grow. Love has to grow. Love has to grow, Shannon. <laughs> and when we're talking about, because we're talking about the harvest, we're talking about laborers, we're talking about the harvest, we're talking about distress, and I want to I wanna give y'all the definition. Don't let me um, get through today without giving you the definition for distress, because 
we got to have that def definition before we leave out of here today. But, so a laborer has to have love. Uh -huh. Why? Why do you think a laborer needs love? Because... It's a matter of the heart. You can do nothing, nothing in the kingdom without love. Everything in the kingdom is based on love. What did Jesus do? He went, he went to the cross because why? He loved, he loved us. Right. So the foundation for everything we do, why do we come in here on Sunday morning? Because we love, because we love God. Right. And we want to see his people healed, right? Yes, right. I do. So, but too, have a love for, like you have a love for the ministry that you're a part of. Yes. Like the people that you're on, you know, earthly relationships. Yes. Otherwise, you know, you can love God, not love your church, and not love your pastor. Wow. And then you come in here and you can stuff like this. You know, you're doing it, Jesus. but you just, you're not doing it unto the Lord. Right. And then God has. And so, what does that mean? He doesn't have your heart. Right. Because the truth of the matter is, if you really love God, and if you really Submitting to God, He can't let you continue to do this, and you're loving. He can't continue to let you do that because He's gonna check us. Does He not check you? And I don't want to go to the scripture too soon, but He said to the Pharisees, "I heard your thoughts." Yeah. He can hear our very thoughts. He can hear it. That's why the word says, "Cast down every thought." to the ground, you know what they're going to do? Gonna produce. produce. So some thoughts, he said, you got to cast those things down. Yes. You got to tell them, mm -mm. Mm -mm. you are not above what God says. Huh. You do not usurp authority over the word of God. That's right. You cannot go above what God has said about me. No matter how I'm feeling, if God says I'm more than a conqueror, I can't let the, 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 the thought of defeat or the thought that I ain't good enough rise above what God said. Yes. He says I'm more than a conqueror. He says I have the mind of Christ. Right. The anointed one and his anointing abiding and operating. So if the enemy is saying to me, or if I keep hearing the thought, um, I can't even do this math. Now, God has given me assignment to be a financial advisor, Sham, right? Mm -hmm. But I, now I'm saying, I can't do this math. Mm. That's a part of being a financial advisor, right? Yeah. Well, that thought is not lining up with what God said because my assignment is I am to begin to teach on finances because I am a financial advisor, right? So if that thought is coming, that's saying to me, that thought is not lining up with the word of God. So I got to do what? I got to bring that thing down. Because see, a lot of, when we keep thinking on things, guess what? The more we think on them, the more they rise. Yes. That's why he says you got to cast it down. Because now it's built a place. It's because you raised an altar for that thing to have some dominion. So that's why I got to begin to 
bring it down. Bring it down. Cast it down. He didn't say just bring it down. He said cast it down. Cast so it what he's down. saying is immediately bring that thing down. With all your might, bring it down. If not, you keep thinking it, right. you're going to begin to act on it. I'm going to begin to back up. Right. I can't do that math right there. So, okay, okay. Um, the next time is something else dealing with math. I'm not going to be able to do that either. Eventually, he'll back you right out of your assignment. Right out of your assignment. So that's why he says, we got to cast down those thoughts. We can't afford to allow thoughts of defeat to stay in our minds. Right. We think, I keep thinking, all, thinking about this all the time. I think about, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I don't look good enough. I'm not smart enough. You know, I don't have the anointing I need to win souls. That's what the enemy wants you to think, but it doesn't say that in here. But I choose to believe it because I keep letting it roll over in my mind. And the word says what? Cast it as, as much as it comes, you still got, I don't care how often it comes, you got to cast it down. And I'm going to tell you this, I believe. The more you cast it down, and I saw you pass, the more I cast it down, guess what? It's not going to, it's going to begin to dissipate. That's it's it. not going to be there as much as it used to because guess what? Now it knows I don't have that same place because this, this house right here is being swept clean. So I don't have that same place that I use. I can't occupy like I used to. Right. So wow. So guess what? Eventually it's going to have to go. Amen. Now it's going to try to come back again. But see, you are already strong enough to know that thought don't belong to me. That's it right. don't even line up with me. That's right. It don't line up with who God says that I am. So, Pastor. No, I was going to say, no, it's, a, um, it's a good class. Um, Praise it's God. It's a good subject because, you know, we, you know, we, we come to church and, and sometimes, you know, we get called in ministry. Some, some of us say, well, I, I'm, I, you know, I didn't think I, I, I want to work in ministry. <laughs> But um, this is a good way of what they call church grooming, mm -hmm. grooming leaders. You know, Jesus. you know, dealing with the mind. The and, mind. In order for us to deal with somebody else's, you know, luggage, we got to be able to deal with our own stuff first. Yes. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Before I can handle somebody else's um, business, mm -hmm. I need to be able to, you know, you know, have a, you know, like if I'm gonna work for a bank, you know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna work for a bank. And they called, you know, they did my background and everything. They said, your background is good, this, that. But I got some other stuff coming up, popping up, popping up. If I don't, if I don't, you know, because they, you know, one thing about these jobs, now, now I found out, they said, um, in the next couple of years, jobs going to be watching everybody. They, they have do. Cameras. They, have, they have cameras everywhere. They have cameras everywhere. And I'm like, well, they already got Facebook. They already know you. Mm -hmm. But that's beside the point. But people watching. They are. And, and, you in the, and they put you in, the, in a position. They put you in a position and they have an expectation. Yes, they do. So my thing is, if I'm going to serve the person who's going to come in the bank, I got to make sure. <laughs> my, 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 you know, we got to make sure our, our mentality, we're in our right mind. Absolutely, so Pastor. So I'm counting somebody's mm. money, mm -hmm. I can miscount. Because I got something going on right here. I got here. these distresses. I got distresses. I got yes. baby this. I got man this. Yes, I got, Jesus. You know, woman this. I got all mm. kinds of stuff. So it's going to cause me 
and and then they're gonna check my draw and say, well, um, wow. can you come in the office? That's it. Or is everything okay? Mm -hmm. You know, so people are gonna question us. That's why mm -hmm. we gotta. Not saying we're gonna be perfect all mm -hmm. the time, but you know, because you're needed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're needed. You you, you know that's why they hired you. Mm -hmm. We are needed <laughs> at the bank. We needed at the bank, so. It's important that we have a, you know, our, our stuff together. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If I'm going to handle very important things. Yes. You know what I'm saying? God placed very important things in my hand. Put, put, you know, whether it's the toilet. That's, yes. That's important. It's important. Whether it's the door, that's important. <laughs> All of it. Yes, it All is. It's important. Everything God called, you, uh, called us to do is very important. So, you know, wow. don't despise it because somebody's watching. Somebody's watching. And it just so happened, you might be inspiring that person. Right, right, you know what I'm right. We don't understand that. And we think, oh, wow. I'm going through this, I'm going through that. You know, I'm, I'm wow. dealing with this. And you, wow. you give up, you give up, you give up. We want to give up. You wow. give in, but you can't. Sometimes you got to say, you know what? I'm we not going to give in. We can't afford This is you. why this is, you know, wow. this the, just going through the basics wow. of the mental, you know, of the mental, um, um, teaching is important for, as important. far as the labor is. The labor is being prepared. Yes. So all this yes. is preparation for us. It is to handle. You know what I'm saying? If we can handle us, overcome us. Yes. What what we can't overcome? Nothing. And anything on, else? Anything else? Or anything else? <laughs> if we can overcome this, yes. Pointing back to us. This is the challenge, right? This here. is the challenge. <laughs> Like you said, insecurity. Yes. I don't feel yes. good enough. I don't yes. feel pretty enough. I don't, yes. I don't feel. No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a, and I told my wife, even though I'm, I'm a, God bless you, baby, I'm a public figure, I try to be private. And sometimes being a public figure, you can't be private you can't, always. You can't. You're private in your private You're time. Private private but once time. you are out in the public, you, because in actuality, Pastor, when we come in here, well, we don't belong to ourselves anyway. No. But when we come in here, God wants us to be ready for the, harvest. for the harvest. So it's like when I come in here, it's like you're talking about the bank. When I go to the job, they're expecting me to leave all my personal stuff at home. So if you're counting somebody's money and I'm thinking about, oh God, um, I feel so sad this morning. You know, um, here it is. Um, I don't have any friends or um, I don't have anybody to go out with. I watched them last night as they were all gathered and wow. I felt like I was all by myself and nobody talked to me, you know, and I'm not going back over there no more to that church because they made me feel out of place, you know, and you, 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 you're counting somebody's money, but your focus is not even on what you're doing. Wow. My focus is on everything that was happening to me. And let me share this with you. The enemy will lie to you. Yes. He will make you think, oh, they were all over there gathered and they were talking. They were, say that again. Yeah, they were all over there gathered and they were talking. I know they had to be talking yep. about me. They were doing this. Oh, they were having this. You saw how they were laughing. And here it is. I'm over here sitting by myself. Sometimes we are going to have to take ourselves out of ourselves. Right. Divorce ourselves. Divorce ourselves. Right. And ask God. And you know what I began to do? Because I used to thought I was a, a very good communicator. Right. I thought I could talk to almost anybody. Yeah. But here lately, it's, it's like I've been challenged. So you know what? I had to start asking the Lord. Show me how to effectively communicate. Right. Show me how to be able to talk to anybody. Right. The word says he's a, he will give us a word to answer every, every man, man as we ought, as we need to. Right. So I said, God, show me how to 
minister, not just minister, just to talk to somebody. But even in your talking, right. you are ministering to people. That's right. If you are a believer, if you are a, a, a man and woman of the kingdom, everything you say has value. That's why we have to be careful what we say, because our words carry value. That's it. Our words carry weight. Our words can change somebody's life. Our words can cause somebody to live or die. cause somebody to die. Yeah, yeah. I remember they had that saying, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is such a lie. Right. Words kill people. Words hurt. Words can cut to the core. Right. You, somebody may have punched you in your eyes year ago, years ago, right. and you forgot about it. Right. But somebody could have said to you in your youth, you are ugly. Yeah. And you remember the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. And you're always struggling with, am I pretty enough? Right. Am I smart enough? Do I measure up? Oh, look at this. <laughs> but you're always struggling with, am I good enough? Do I measure up? And God is saying, I don't want you struggling with, do you measure up? He says, you are accepted right. in the beloved. He's accepted you, regardless to what anybody else says. And even against your own thoughts, God says, if you keep studying this, meditating on this, guess what? It's going to begin to push some of that other stuff out, Pastor. No, no, no I was just going to say, you know, it's a struggle sometimes. You know, when the in, in, sometimes the enemy isolates. He does. That's his intent. His, his job is to isolate, and he, if he can get get us isolated, you know, because we 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 hear the word, we hear the word, you know, all the time. You know, I'm, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, mm -hmm. and you get encouragement from the pastors, you get encouragement from your your mom, your dad loves you, your your um your mom loves you. Um, your children might love you, but sometimes you, you get to a place, you get in the corner, and you're like, man, I, you still don't believe God, you, you still don't believe nobody loves you. Anybody in here experience that? Oh, yeah. All it, of us. All, you hear it all the mm -hmm. time, and you still doubt. Still doubt. You still deal with the fact, but it, how do you overcome that, you know, how do you overcome that fear? How do you o overcome that um, intimidation? You know what I'm saying? You know, because God always gave, said you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You're more than a conqueror. You know what I'm saying? Um, you, you, you're the head and not the tail. But we still feel, we still you know, feel those things. You know, we feel, how do you overcome that? I think um, the way we overcome that is we continuously go back here. But I believe this too, Pastor. Because we are human and content, we, we live in this, right. we're going to always experience some of those things. But that's why we always have to go back to this. Because this is like we say, the blueprint, this right. is what builds us. Right. So this, we, we continuously are under construction. We are never built to the point that we are complete. Right. God is always, just like we remodel a house, he's always remodeling us. Right. He's always upgrading something. The sink might be out, so I want a new sink. Right. So now I'm going to upgrade the sink. God is always using this to upgrade us, right. to build us, to make us, to cut away, to add to. Am I right? You're right. And so the bottom line is, even though we experience those things, it doesn't mean we are those things. But we cannot allow those things to be consistently where we live. Right. Because I believe the difference is, it's not that sometimes 
I might feel a little bit depressed, Pastor. Right. All of us feel some issues sometimes, but I believe it's when I lay in that bed, because when you look at the paralytic man, the Lord told him to do what? Take, Take up, up your bed. bed. Yeah. So I believe we all have a bed yeah. that we have to take up, whether that's depression, anxiety, whatever those things are. But the bottom line is, once you take up that bed, guess what? Then he says you can walk. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that you'll never think about, I was on that bed right there before. I used to be on that kind of bed. I used to be in depression. It doesn't mean you're going to never think about that again. But I don't believe he wants us to to go back to that place. Amen. Every time that thought comes up, he says, bring it captive, make it subject right. to the word. So I believe even though you, you might have those issues, those thoughts that try to exert themselves, are you serve authority over the word, he wants you to bring them subject. Right. Again, this is a good subject, I'm sorry. But when he mm -hmm, says to take, take up your bed and walk means to fold it up and put it away. Put it away. And sometimes you just got to take your whatever whatever you're going through, fold it up. Like yes. He, like he did, he felt, he folded up the, 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 in the, in the tomb, he folded up. Yes, his grave clothes. His grave clothes, he folded up and yes. guess what? He walked away. He walked away. And that's what we got to do, people of God. We got to fold, sometimes you got to, you know what? I'm, 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 getting, finished I'm, getting, with I'm finished with this. I'm finished with I'm this. I'm finished with the, the, the low self-esteem. I'm finished with the, the bad relationships. I'm finished with the, you know, whatever, the, the lies of the devil. You got to say, you know what, I'm cleaning my hands and we're going forward. We're going forward. We're, going, uh, we're capable of walking. Yes. Not just walking, but leaping. Leaping, now, jumping, you know, running. Yeah, you're capable. <laughs> yes. You don't, have, you don't need no man's validation to carry you around. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. People don't have to, you can carry your own self. Hallelujah. Yes. You gotta, if you got enough Jesus in you, hallelujah, you can get up, hallelujah, in the midst of the crowd. You don't have to be scared to get up. You know what I'm saying? It's in, the, it's in your mind. It's sometimes yes. our mind says you can't get up. Yes. Sometimes our mind says you got to stay there. But yes. I, I, I bet the difference. I, I got a beautiful mind. That's you good. got a beautiful mind. And That's in good. your mind, you, mm -hmm. you got to say, mind, mm -hmm. I made up in my mind. I'm, I'm getting up. I'm not going to stay in the bed. Mm -hmm. I'm not watching Oprah. I'm yes. not watching Greenlee. Yeah. I'm not going to have a pity party. Come on, y'all. Come do I have it's a witness tonight? Yes. <laughs> you can't stay there. You got to take up your bed and, and walk. walk. Hallelujah. Don't stay there. <laughs> Everything God called into existence works. That's it. Everything God called into existence works. It works. And if it didn't work, he cut it down Woo, and Jesus. threw it away and burnt it up. Guess what? Me and you, we have the ability to work. To work. Amen. Amen. Take up your bed and walk. Yes. Take up that bed. Now, let me give you all the definition. That is so awesome, Pastor. Because it's, it's, it, and, and, and it all, like we said, goes back to the mind. We got to be, we got to continuously remind our mind yes. you're not in control. Yes. This is what's in control. And I'm going to say what the Word of God is saying. And so whatever, if he says I'm more than a conqueror, that means I'm more than a conqueror. That means I'm not just a conqueror. I'm not just going to defeat the enemy. My God. But I'm going to defeat him and I'm going to make an open show of him. Because that's what he did, right? Yes. He said I made an open show of him. Yes. So I'm going to give you this definition of distress because next week mm. we're going to talk about what the paralytic man dealt with. Mm. Amen. Amen. Before you close, one more thought. 
Okay, Wendy, go ahead. Amen. Now we give this definition. It's a good Thank you, Pastor. Your labor, that's your labor, that's your labor. Yeah. But don't go there yet. We go in there next week, okay? <laughs> but that's your labor, and that's and we're gonna talk about our laborers next week. And you remember we talked about the laborers have been scattered. But yeah. you know why God is doing this now? Because if He's telling us about mental illness, the man of God spoke Friday about uh, mental distresses and and stuff. And if He's telling other churches, because remember when we went to um, Augusta, Augusta. They were talking about mental illness, were, right. were they not? Yeah. And then we were going to do our forum. So if God keeps bringing up this subject, it's important. It's important. And this is the season. So don't allow the enemy to distract you with his, his, his tactics and his snares. Because guess what? You got work to do. You are laboring. The harvest is waiting for us. And we can't be so focused on our distresses that we can't see Come and on. recognize our hearts. Say Go that. Ahead, Brother Yes. And what it is is that uh, uh, the paralegal man, when Jesus spoke to him, he recognized God. You have no choice but to obey God's voice. The day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Mm. And so when, so when you, you so when you're in the field and you're laboring, and you and God is using you and you're speaking the word of God, they hear God's voice. Mm -hmm. they, they, they must you must obey God's voice. You must mm -hmm. obey His presence. Mm. And we are little gods, and God is in us. So mm -hmm. when we use our authority and we speak His word, He shows up. He shows up. But here's the deal, though, Brother Jay. You do have, um, 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 you can hear and not obey. Yeah. So you have. He's giving you the will to obey. He says, choose life. Yeah. So you have a choice. You can choose death or, or you can choose life. So He says you have a choice. But I'm telling you what you need to choose, life. Mm -hmm. So they have an opportunity right. to make a choice. One thing about God is he never forces us. That's it. He never forces us to <laughs> serve him. A door of opportunity. A door of opportunity. Yeah. He gives it. So you got to walk through. When, 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 when the people of God is believers, when they, when they come and they, uh, how can I say, when the situation Arise. Yes. Uh -huh. Like uh, let, let's let, let's think about the, the game of uh, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh God. That, yes. That yes. Him. Yes. Yes. And he was asking for arms, asking mm -hmm. for money. Right. And uh, the two men of God, I believe, it was Peter and um, John. And John didn't have money, but what they had was they had they, they had the Holy Spirit. Yes. And they spoke the word. Mm -hmm. And the man and put him by the hand, and, and the man was healed. Yes. That's love. Yes. So that that's was, that was that's one of the things that. Didn't we say a laborer has to have love? Two things. Yeah, those are two first two things. But we got about six more. But those are the first two things. What was the first thing? Obedience. Obedience. The second thing was love. love. Okay, next week we'll talk about the rest of them. But distress, because I want y'all to hear this word right here. Because next week we're going to go into the paralytic man. Yes. 
So distress, let me tell you what it means. It means extreme anxiety. Wow. That's what it is. Sorrow. Sorrow. Pain. Mm-hmm. Suffering. Agony. Mm. <laughs> Sadness. Write them down. Write them down. Misery. Write them down. Did y'all hear me? Yeah. Suffering. This is distress. Yeah. We even got into mental illness. Come on. This is distress. What do we say? Sadness? Sadness. Sorrow? Sorrow. Pain? Agony? Suffering? Yeah. Uh, 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 um, um, um. Anxiety, extreme, extreme anxiety. I mean, this is the subject God wants us on. Oh, Jesus. Everybody's dealing with it. Everybody's dealing with it. And, and, and y'all, here's the thing. Leaders are dealing with it. Right. Amen. But leaders have to act like they're not because people won't let them be real. Mm. But God is saying, in this season, he wants us to be real. Yeah. Because in order for us to get the harvest, we can't be caught up in our own Life. distress. Yes, Amen. that's it. Amen. Remember that word, distress. That's it right there. Okay, we're finished. Um, Shem, how about closing us out? Amen. That was good. Amen. Very good. Amen. 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 That was good. That was good. Amen. Jesus. Is that on podcast?